As a business owner, your nightmares might sound like this. But advertising on Cats Digital can turn your nightmares into this. Hi, how can I help you? I'll be right with you. You see, Cats Digital is the only true audio anywhere advertising. You'll be talking directly to your customers on any device, any place, and any time while they're listening to music, talk shows, and podcasts. Now that's a great dream. Wake up your business at katzdigital.com. The information contained within the following podcast is for entertainment purposes only. All opinion, views, statements, and cuss words are those of the panelist and do not represent any businesses, nonprofit organizations, deities, demigods, or government institutions. Listener discretion is very much advised. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Utah Outcast, where we like to claim, whether true or not, that we are Utah's most atheist podcast. Uh, We are a decidedly left-leaning, socialism-loving, atheist-satanist-humanist show coming at you via podcast and YouTube. This is episode number 91, and since it's the beginning of the week, uh, we've got current events for you guys to enjoy. Uh, We're going to kick it off here in a second or so. I mean, I'm going to kick it off here in a second or so with the, the news you missed. Uh, And then we're going to get into the Trump Roundup. But first, I wanted to take a second to let the audience know who we are and where they can find us. Hi, I'm X, and I'm your host, uh, reachable via Twitter, at Utah Outcasts, uh, you know, Facebook, all those fun various locations. The show's available via Stitcher, YouTube, uh, Spreaker, Google Play, iTunes, all of those stores. Anyway, if you know that, you've probably already downloaded the show and you're listening to us right now, so we appreciate that. So anyway, let's go ahead and get into our first article. Housekeeping. Come back later, please. Housekeeping. Not now. Housekeeping. Go away. I come in anyway? No, go away. I come in anyway. Oh my God. I said no. Okay, I clean? No, get out of here. I clean now? No. I stay and watch? No. I get involved? What? I get involved with lady? What do you think? Turn around. I don't think so. Okay. You lend me money? No. You drive my grandmother to a doctor's appointment? No. No, I'm not doing that. I stick finger in your mouth? Housekeeping? Okay. Okay. This article comes to me from Raw Story. I find it sad, but also absolutely hilarious that the GOP members that speak the loudest about perversion are generally the ones that are more likely to be perverted. And honestly, I'm not kink-shaming here at all, but uh, we have Trump's campaign chair from Oklahoma, Senator Ralph Shorty, I think that's how I wrote his name, might be Shortly, I don't know, is now facing numerous charges from police after he was caught in a Super 8 motel room with a minor boy. First off, I am going to shame him for one thing. Fucking Super 8? Dude, was the overpass of the interstate all filled up? Was the... uh, was the, the bathrooms at the local park filled up that you couldn't get your stooping on in there? Jesus, man, going into a shitty hotel is quite possibly the easiest place for a cop to troll for suspicious activities. If you're going to be fucking little kids at night, at least use the Groupon you got for working with Trump to get a room in one of his many ivory-laden compromat towers. Uh, and on March 9th, this is from the article, Officers of the Moore Police Department were contacted in reference to a welfare check at a local hotel. 
Officers found a juvenile male in a hotel room, which was also occupied by an adult male. Further details say that he checked in around 12.20 in the morning with the boy, and someone had made a call to the cops, but nobody stepped forward to claim that they were the ones who did this. Shorty has been in office, Shorty's been in office since 2010. No, no, don't go there. Nope. Shorty has been in office since 2010 and is most known for his stupid fucking bill in which he proposed to ban fetuses in food. He's one of those guys that thinks that, you know, aborted fetal tissue is going to somehow end up in your Wheaties. I I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Uh, He's been married to his high school sweetheart, his girlfriend, since 2002. Fuck, I'm old. (laughs) And he studied at the Heartland Baptist Bible College in order to prepare to do mission work in Uganda, where he would further fuck young boys. So I just love these ultra-religious people that, Come to find out, you are the ones abusing kids. And it's it's getting to be to the point where Christianity is going to be synonymous with boy fucking nowadays. And I'm not just talking about boy fucking. I'm just saying child abuse. Let's go there. Christianity is fucking child abuse. So anyway, this same asshole was endorsed by Joe Arpaio for being an asshole to immigrants and hating immigration. Uh, and the best part about this back history for this guy uh, Dog Chapman, you know, Dog the Bounty Hunter and his wife, Beth, um, they hosted a rally for his election in 2014. I think I watched that on Dog the Bounty Hunter. Don't judge me. Uh, and I'm sure it had something to do with him relieving bounty hunting rules in the state. And that's why they did it for him because, oh yeah, we'll host an event for you. Are you going to hook us up? That shit's got to change. It really does. Dear Greg Locke, Planned Parenthood Federation of America is pleased to let you know that a generous and thoughtful donation has been made in your honor by, and then apparently the hater's name was Krista Ginsburg in Houston, Texas, and it doesn't say how much it was, and then sincerely, you know, the Richards lady that runs Planned Parenthood. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how big or how small it was, it was an absolute waste of your money, and the stamp was an absolute waste of your money as well. Don't ever send me any more nonsense from Planned Parenthood. There has never been an organization in the world that has killed more innocent people other than radical Islam than that of Planned Parenthood. You do know what the Streisand effect is, don't you? If you're unsure, here's a quick and dirty version. The more you complain publicly about someone doing something to you, the more likely people are going to be doing said thing. So, basically, if you ignore the issue, it'll die down and eventually stop, but no... We can't count on our elected officials, especially the older ones, to get this fact. So thanks to Daily Coast for bringing us this delicious article about how Kansas State Senator Steve Fitzgerald received a piece of mail from Planned Parenthood thanking him for his generous contribution to their organization. You can see where this is going. Uh, Here's what he wrote in his letter. Dear, you know, redacted. It is with great dismay that I received your letter and a donation was made in my honor to your heinous organization. This is as bad, or worse, as having one's name associated with Dachau. Yeah, you know, the first concentration camp. Shame on your organization, and shame on anyone who would attempt to blacken my name in this manner. What's wrong with black? Signed, Steve. So as bad as this is, um, he goes one step further when, uh, when, when someone asks him about this, because... That's a fucking heinous thing to say. You don't ever want to, like, 
jump straight to concentration camps and Hitler and all that fun shit that the GOP seems to be very getting very, very wrong. <laughs> you should not fucking do that. So anyway, he goes one step further and doubles down. Uh, when people asked him to clarify his thoughts about how Planned Parenthood was akin to a Nazi concentration camp, he replied it was, quote, much worse, much worse, much worse. And that they were, quote, they're killing more people. They're more insidious. The Nazis had the good grace to call them untermensch. Interesting how he could pull that up so quickly. Uh, less than human, if you guys didn't need the definition of that one. These people admit that the victims are human, and so what? They kill them anyway. So uh, just let that one roll around in your head a little bit. That for some reason, clumps of cells are humans. Uh, if it's a non-viable fetus, all of a sudden it's a human, you know. No, it, it ha I think it actually has to live for it to be considered a human. I think that's a, a pretty standard comparison. You don't, you don't call chicken eggs chickens. You, you call them eggs because they're not chickens. Is that an apt comparison? I think so. So when people suggested that abortion wasn't the only thing that Planned Parenthood did, he came back with another dumbing down kind of thing where he said, yeah, well, and Hitler did a good job with the Autobahn, too. Killing people equals killing people, and I'm staying with it. So, uh, yeah, good job, Kansas, for having this guy on your side. Um, let us know how that's working out for you. Every 15 seconds, a home is broken into. That's why you need United Nations Home Security. United Nations Home Security protects your home exactly how the United Nations has protected countries since 1945. Dispatching to your house a team of highly trained, unarmed observers. Their job is to watch the burglar and take notes. His every move is seen and carefully documented. Then our 192-member United Nations Home Security Council debates until everyone can agree on an appropriate response, such as economic incentives. And if that doesn't work, economic sanctions. And if that also doesn't work, strongly worded condemnations. And if nothing else works, we will be forced to invite the burglar to join the United Nations Home Security Council. United Nations Home Security. There's nothing we wouldn't do for you. But little we can. Gonna see how this one goes. We tried a little bit of international news last week with South Korea, and Ryan was not happy about that. So I'm gonna bring you this little bit of a story here. It does tie into America, so don't worry about that. I mean, because the organization is in America. I mean, it happens in New York City. Uh, we're going to talk about the UN for a second. And this article comes to us from The Independent, where we have two groups who have advocated against expanding rights and funding for women in the LGBTQ, LGBTIQ, it says here in the article, community are attending a United Nations meeting on women's rights on behalf of the United States. Just wait till you hear who these organizations are, because... <sighs> If you're wondering if our if our country and our government has stepped way beyond the pale when it comes to supporting ultra right wing beliefs and you know God is God country kind of separation that does not exist anymore, you're you're gonna find out here really quick. So both groups were named by the U.S. State Department as part of the delegation to the 61st annual United Nations Commission on the Status of Women, taking place in New York this month. 
The Center for Family and Human Rights, which is CFAM, which is going to be abbreviated to for after this, uh, is a think tank that has been labeled as a hate group by the uh, Southern Poverty Law Center. I mean, we're not talking about, you know, anti-Islam people. So SPLC is still able to be taken very fucking seriously when it comes to what they label as a hate group. Uh, CFAM's aim is the discrediting, discrediting socially radical policies at the UN as outlined in their mission statement. So their mission statement is discrediting socially radical policies. Code. That is all fucking code right there. And also, you're at the UN. I don't think you really have to... They, they, they pass like these non-binding resolutions, and they don't exactly... When's the last time you heard about UN peacekeeping forces? I mean, we might need them here in America here pretty soon, but seriously. Uh, so they often referred to... Sorry, I just got ahead of myself there real quick. Um, these people have referred to gay marriage and gay people adopting people as truly harmful to society and to public health. Adopting a gay, a, a, a gay couple adopting a kid is harmful to public health? The fuck are these people talking about? Truly harmful to society. I get their society. It could be harmful, but public health. No, no. It's that whole fucking shitty argument that the Christians like to come up with all the time where if people are getting gay married and gay people are doing things, there's going to be more AIDS. Like, no. Or you're going to you're gonna make a kid go into that kind of lifestyle. No, come to find out. You, you can be raised by gay parents and come out pretty goddamn straight. All right. So anyway, the Heritage Foundation, boy, do we love those guys, does not advocate violence, nor are they called a hate group. They are often referred to as a right wing and have published research reports citing the UN's, quote, misguided women's agenda. You know, they're not in the kitchen making sandwiches, I, I think is what the UN, I mean, not what, what the Heritage Foundation is upset about. They need to be pregnant, they need to be in the kitchen, and they need to be making these guys a goddamn sandwich. And so how the, they also say that the UN conventions on women undermine family, religion, and sovereignty. It's the United Nations. You don't get to claim sovereignty when you're like a member of a group of, you know, other nations trying to get together. You still get to keep your sovereignty because the UN's not saying, oh, you can't be a country anymore. They're just trying to say, let's come together and work on some shit together. So these groups have also called for deep cuts in Mr. Trump's upcoming proposed federal budget. And we're going to get to that. Uh, meant to combat violence against women. So that's out the fucking window in this budget, too, along with Meals on Wheels and a bunch of other things. So uh, the Heritage Foundation wrote that funding these programs, you know, the uh, the ones that combat violence against women and their recent blueprint to balance report on their fucking website. Oh, man, terrible as a misuse of federal resources and a distraction from concerns that they are truly the province of federal government. I think that if there's a problem in your country with domestic abuse, it's absolutely the fucking federal government's purview to make sure that shit doesn't happen. Jessica Stern, executive director of Outright Action International, the people that are fighting these folk, uh, told The Independent that Vice President Pence may have been the driver behind the group's placement on the U.S. delegation. Gee, you wonder the Christian Dominionist guys putting the Heritage Foundation at the fucking U.N.? Really? I... I you don't have to have speculation. I will drive it home for you. Absolutely, it's Mike Pence. You think Trump actually gives a shit about this kind of thing? No, he doesn't give a shit about this stuff. 
So none of the final documents have been produced from the two-week UN conference will be legally binding. Uh, Member countries could take the opportunity to outline their commitment to gender equality and human rights. You know, I'm for equality between women and men. I'm all for human rights. Not America anymore. Apparently, we're turning into Saudi Arabia. Isn't that going to be fun? So Ms. Stern explained that the CFAM and the Heritage Foundation are going to be quite literally in the room where governments negotiate. Just think about that for a second. The Heritage Foundation. One of the most reprehensible fucking groups of people I've ever had the misopportunity of even knowing about or talking about on the show. They're just reprehensible people. Uh, UN Ambassador to the UN, uh, sorry, U.S. Ambassador to the UN, Nikki Haley, is going to serve as the head of delegation for the U.S. at the meeting and will likely interact with both group's members. So she's going to have to play funnel for them. And boy, I I would not want to be her right now. Uh, the mission to the UN couldn't be reached for comment. Uh, they will be there as advisors and to direct pressure on the U.S. delegation and will have unfettered access to the other countries' delegations as well. So they get to pay for pay to play. I'm sure Pence took quite a bit of money from the Heritage Foundation. I would assume that they did. Most of the 8,000 registered non-governmental organization representatives attending the conference are not on country delegations and thus kept out of the negotiation rooms. That's the distinction that I want you guys to read about here, is that they, the CFAM and Heritage Foundation are going to be part of the governmental organizations, and they're going to be in the negotiating rooms. We have co-opted CFAM and Heritage Foundation into our government face to the UN. That's bad, folks. That's really fucking bad. So, Ms. Stern and other CSW attendees uh, are perturbed by the decision to include the groups is that both Secretary of State Rex Tillerson and Ms. Haley upheld the, quote, the right to be free from discrimination as an American value. Yeah, we had them say this kind of thing, but you have the fucking Heritage Foundation going with you to the UN. Man. So many Americans have uh, recently asked themselves, what does foreign, foreign policy matter to human rights at home? And now we have our answer, says Miss Haley. So not Miss Haley. Yeah, Miss Haley. Uh, Richard Gowan, a resident fellow at New York's University Center on International Cooperation and extensive researcher of the UN, told The Independent that to date, Nikki Haley has projected a very moderate persona at the UN reassuring other diplomats that she won't force a strong right-wing agenda on the organization. Mr. Gowan noted that this may be a play to domestic political interest. It's all a game. You're going to have these guys go up there and be able to say their horrible shit, and they're going to have the video of it, and they're going to be like, look, we spread our message to the UN. Give us money, 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 money. So Miss Haley does need to reassure Republican base that she will stand up for their values in New York, too. Apparently, that's something that they feel like they have to do. Uh, gestures like this will play very well with Congress and the GOP, even if they irritate the UN fans. When you're aligning yourself with people like Saudi Arabia, I mean, we should already have a bad image when it comes to the world. I mean, we've got Trump as president. Game over. Without change, something sleeps inside us. Seldom awakens. 
the sleeper must awaken. So this next article comes to us from Right Wing Watch and listener Alan Firkinoff. Thank you so much for all your stuff that you've been sending me. Uh, and it has to do with POTUS Shield. You might recall that there was that was that weird group of um, prayer warriors that were protecting Trump during his inauguration and all. They they claimed to be protecting him. Anyway, during last week's POTUS Shield conference in Ohio, speakers made repeated references to a prophecy that Ohio would be the spark for the next great awakening. And we're going to get to him, uh, I think, on Wednesday when we talk about Steve Bannon quite a bit. And you guys should tune in for that because it's going to be very interesting. And some of these people are citing a Gulliver prophecy to explain the selection of cities for upcoming POTUS Shield events. You might be wondering what we're talking about here. Uh, The Gulliver story fits into POTUS Shield's plans because they're planning on remaking America into the Christian nation of the Dominionist dreams. And with Mike Pence as our VP, it's probably going to happen. Uh, the person from Right Wing Watch that, that did this article said they did some Googling, which brought them to the website of the prophetic ministry and resources of Bob and Bonnie Jones with Lynn Cost. Yeah, it's a fucking mouthful of crazy right there. Uh, the site in question recounts the incredible, in air quotes here, uh, Gulliver prophecy given in 2005 by the late Bob Jones, not the Bob Jones you're thinking of, not the guy that created the colleges and the super churches and all that shit, who uh, died in 2014. The Gulliver prophecy explains why many people believe that God has set Ohio aside as a hub of glory for him to go out from. Why do they have to? They try to make it flowery and it just sounds terrible. So here's how it's described. While in a conference in Cincinnati, Ohio Bob, you guys are basing your beliefs on a guy that calls himself Ohio Bob, had a vision of a great man who in the past had fallen asleep. So Rip Van Winkle then? Oh, anyway, he was lying on his back, half covered in dirt, and his name was Gulliver. You guys don't understand Gulliver's travels at all. You really need to go back and read that book or even watch the the Jack Black movie. I kind of liked it. It was kind of shitty, but who am I? Uh, Little people from a place of little input had completely tied him down, and he was waking up from being asleep for the past 38 years. We can also call him Gulliver, the body of Christ. Bob saw that he had that the head of this very large man was in Cleveland, Ohio, a place called Jacob's Field. The head of the body of Christ is in fucking Cleveland, Ohio. I think you should get out of there then. It's a terrible Cleveland time. I can't even do those voices, but the next thing that Bob saw was a large center pole of a tent coming out of Columbus, Ohio. If they didn't tell you the city, it would sound like he's getting a fucking boner, like Morningwood. Uh... Columbus, Ohio is his heart. Seriously, Ohio is not that fucking important, people. It's a flyover state if I've ever seen one. And how dare they call themselves Midwest. You ain't Midwest, you're East. <laughs> I guess that everybody's East when we're in Utah. But they're saying that powerful signs and wonders will come up out of Columbus. I work with folks with, in that, that are in Columbus. Ain't shit happening out there. 
uh, greater than we've ever seen before, that will look like a canopy over the region. Explosions of miracles and healings will be the hallmark of this city. Uh, not under Trump's medical plan. Let's just say that. Cincinnati was the place where the reproduction organs were. Where the reproduction organs were. Just say it's cock and balls. You can just say that. Reproducing the kingdom will be evidenced here in priestly, priestly and kingly anointing. So, if you live in Cincinnati, get prepared for giant bukkake showers. Just get ready for that, just that semen to be dripping all over your face. Make sure you put it in your lattes. The left hand of this large man was in Philadelphia, who had, which had teaching and great love in it. You know, the city of brotherly love. I just remember the Tom Hanks movie. It makes me sad. But I've got lots of friends in Philadelphia. Uh, the right hand extended west came to rest in Indianapolis, Indiana. So you have this guy that had these prophecies and views and everything that took, cl- took place pretty much east of the Mississippi. Fucking hell. Anyway. It began to flex, and the cords that were tied around it to keep it tied down were beginning to snap off like rubber bands. I could just hear this guy writing this down going, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I got, oh God. The left foot was in Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> the fuck, man. And there was a great television with it. So they televised the gospel all around the world. And the right foot was in Nashville, Tennessee, where great faith is beginning to raise up. Once again, just not even coming anywhere close to the Rockies. Sorry, left coast. Go fuck yourself. Uh, the great man finally began getting up, breaking off all restraints and planting both of his feet in Atlanta, Georgia. Is that like some sort of subjugation of black people that I should be worried about here? I, I don't know how I feel about that one. And Bob said... Yes, this is Ohio Bob here again. God means to take Ohio and then move over to Indianapolis and then Illinois, cross over to the east and finally standing completely upright in Atlanta. The Lord told Bob that to take Atlanta would mean capturing the whole south. Atlanta's pretty goddamn Christian, man. I'm going to let you on a secret. So's Ohio. So's Indiana. That's where Pence is from. There's a lot of nutbag Christians out that way. So anyway, this isn't the, like we said, this isn't Bob Jones who founded the uh, famously racist Fundamental University, but a guy who met the, he says this, okay. He says that he met the Archangel Gabriel when he was seven years old and was given a man, given the mantle as a seer prophet. So automatically do not believe this guy. Jones's prophecies played a major role in launching the ministry of Mike Bickle that guy because he's the founder of the IHOP movement the international house of prayer movement in Kansas City I hope they sued the fucking balls off of that guy uh, Jones was removed from a Kansas City ministry in 1991 admitting that he had used his gifts to manipulate women and engage in sexual misconduct but that didn't end his prophetic career Jones had a long association with Rick Joyner Good old, the eight-foot-tall David the Gnome that we have on the show every once in a while. Fucking hate that guy. Last November, Joyner opened the Bob Jones Vision Center. Not a place where they work on your eyes. Nope. 
not a place where they make you so you see better. It's a it's the International House of Divination for those that like the Harry Potter series. But he calls it a place for prayer, praise, and prophecy, and pussy. No, I'm sorry, I added that last one in there. Uh, the prophets of Potashield have clearly divided, uh, decided that Gulliver prophecy was a divine revelation. And I wonder what they're going to glom onto after this is come to find out that this is bullshit too. Uh, there are plans for upcoming Potashield events in Charlotte, which will be hosted by Joiner, of course, as well as Nashville and Indianapolis, because they're pretty easy to get between all those places there. Uh, Shield will be partnering partnering with Lou Engel to bring visions of his prayer rallies branded as the call to Cleveland this summer and to Philadelphia on Labor Day. Blah 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 blah. I'm not going to give these guys any more stuff. Uh, POTUS Shield leader Frank Ameda noted he would be right before the midterm elections, so they're planning they're planning to ramp all this shit up by the time midterms gets here. In addition to the Gulliver significant places, POTUS Shield is gaining gatherings or planning gatherings in Los Angeles and Dallas, hoping to identify champions in all 50 states. I I hope Justice Democrats blows the fucking pants off of everybody that's trying to run in 2018. That's going to be fun. I don't know why I started with that non sequitur, but I don't like hearing about ultra religious people putting up their fucking proxies to to run for government plant uh, places and uh, seats and stuff. Just no. No, stop doing that. Don't make your fucking faith like the thing you wear on your sleeve. Because you know what? People are starting to wake up to this shit. Not your POTUS shield. But I notice anytime anything wrong happens, I say they're wrong because they were wrong. And were they wrong? Are they wrong? I think they're wrong 100%. Sometimes they're wrong. They were wrong. Sometimes they're wrong. It's the New York Times. They're always wrong. Well, I would say my wife tells me I'm wrong all the time. Wrong. Wrong. That is wrong. And he did the wrong thing. Wrong. That is absolutely wrong. Proved over and over again. Wrong. He actually wrong. It's wrong. They were not hired. And here's wrong. why he does it this way. Let me explain why he does it. Jeb is so wrong. He said no. Wrong. Jeb is so wrong. That's that is so wrong. Down the wrong. national debt. Wrong. Wrong. Advocated. wrong. With that money, wrong. he lost wrong. Wrong. Very nice words, but happens to be wrong 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 we have one more question from ken bone about uh, energy policy ken wrong it's the trump roundup for the 18th of march and week seven in one sentence and i don't have anybody here to interrupt me so please uh if i hit something that's funny i'm gonna stop and talk about it for a minute so this comes from uh vice news because they do a great job of putting all this together. President Donald Trump asked for the resignations of 46 attorneys via his attorney general, Jeff Sessions. Pausing there because he saw this on news when uh, Sean Hannity was talking about, you know, why are there still Obama people in office? You know, if I was the president, I would get rid of all those folks, all those Obama holdouts, all the deep state agents. Yeah, he came out and he's like, get rid of them all. And he fired people, including a lawyer that is uh, currently investigating some of the shady shit that was going on, but he's not doing it anymore because he got kicked off. Apparently somebody was running afoul of the SEC and, you know, using their position in the government to make money, which you shouldn't be doing. Uh, he dealt with more Russia drama after his advisor, Roger Stone, that fucking piece of work. How's that? How's that polonium poisoning treating you, Roger? 
Uh, he admitted that he slid into the DMs, that's direct messages for you non-Twitter folk out there, of the hacker, Guccifer, who claims responsibility for the DNC breach. He stated, as a matter of fact, that he was in contact with the guy that hacked the DNC. Just let that sink in for a minute. Roger Stone was advising Trump and still does advise Trump. And he had direct access with the Russian hacker. And yes, I'm going to call him a fucking Russian hacker responsible for the DNC breach. Why are people's heads not on fire at this point? Uh, He still had his unproven wiretap accusations defended by Kellyanne Conway who came up with one of the funniest fucking theories I've heard in a long time about how microwaves were taking spy pictures and audio of you. And it's made a lot of great jokes out there. Especially, I like the one with uh, Obama spying on his uh, daughter at Harvard. Have a great day at school, honey. Dad, is that you? No? (laughs) Come on. But it's just, I I can't fucking believe that we have people that came off came out of the fucking starting gates bam and we had alternative facts immediately and now we have them saying oh microwaves are spying on people i'm going to run a quick poll from you guys out there please let me know uh via email mailbag at utahoutcast.com or uh hit, hit us up via the sms line that we have 3476693377 if you've ever done if you've ever done anything in front of a microwave that you know you wouldn't care that we're broadcasted to the world I'm I'm wagering not much interesting shit happens in front of microwaves. You may have me overexcited every once in a while going back and forth with the radio dots that they have on the, the front of it so you can see what's going on on the inside while my pizza rolls are cooking. Anyway, he maintained his full support of the GOP healthcare bill despite the Congressional Budget Office report on the legislation which said that the plan would lead to 24 million more uninsured Americans by 2024. That's just unconscionable. Why would you support that? Uh, he decided he wanted to take one of the media to pick where he donates his salary at the end of the year. He's collected paychecks. He said he's not going to, but he has anyway. But he's going to donate it at the end of the year. But he wants the media to pick where it goes. And I, I suggested Planned Parenthood. I thought that'd be kind of goddamn funny. Or, you know, the uh, ACLU, um, Atheists of Utah, that'd be kind of funny. It would never happen, but anyway. Uh, He called two pages of his 2005 leaked tax returns fake news. Even though it said client copy stamped on the fucking thing. Which means he probably leaked it himself. But there's a lot of stuff going on with that Rachel Maddow thing. Uh, there's a lot of people pissed off about the fact that she didn't have the full returns when she like teased it on Twitter. I was one of them. But the thing is, she drew a lot of people in and had the questions going out there a lot further nowadays. So it's, it's going to be happening. We're going to have some investigations going on because the shit is not right in the state of Denmark. He had his uh, second not-a-Muslim ban, travel ban, blocked, uh, this time in Hawaii which was kind of fucking cool. Uh, He released a budget proposal to spend a bunch of money. 10% raise in the uh, Department of Defense and hack and slash burn every fucking other, everybody else's budget, like the EPA, completely eliminating a number of other federal programs, including NPR, PBS, Meals on Wheels, 
and so on and so forth. But the thing is, uh, all those people worried about Sesame Street and everything, that's not going anywhere. They don't, they don't take money from PBS and uh, Corporation for Public Broadcasting anymore. So uh, they had their national security advisor issue a half apology after Sean Spicer alleged that UK spies had helped wiretap Trump Tower. Guys, they didn't completely apologize. It was kind of a sorry, not sorry kind of thing that happened. And he got owned by a McDonald's Twitter account, which was pretty goddamn funny. I'm going to bring that one up real quick because you guys need to hear need to hear how fucking funny this little tweet that they sent out is because it pissed off a lot of people. And this was a verified McDonald's Corporation Twitter account. Uh, they're saying that it was probably hacked, but it says, At real Donald Trump, you were actually a disgusting excuse of a president. And we would love to have at Barack Obama back. Also, you have tiny hands. It's just the funniest thing about that. And the post was sent out at like 8 o'clock in the morning, pinned to the top of the Twitter feed, and then deleted about 19 minutes later. So they had it out there for like 19 minutes. Uh, McDonald's came out and said that Twitter notified us that our account was compromised. We deleted the tweet, secured our account, and are now investigating this. How do you not have your giant corporation Twitter account like locked and secured? And how does something stay up for 19 fucking minutes? That's what I wonder. It's ridiculous. Uh, let's see. To get into the reads a little bit here. Uh, when I was talking about the attorneys, they were all appointed by Barack Obama. And when Attorney General Jeff Sessions asked each of them to resign, he also had them told them to move out of their offices by the end of the day. Couldn't let these people finish a week. You couldn't let them, you know, live out the rest of their day or two, or, you know, get shit in order for them to leave. No, pack your shit and go. And the worst, the most damning thing about this whole thing, no replacements have been named. Yeah, that's, that's where we're at. We're just firing people, and we're not backfilling positions. That's how Trump's America is going to work. He's going to bring us to a critical fucking mass of failure, and it's not going to be pretty. Let's see, what else did he say? Oh, so the, the attorney general that I was talking about there, the U.S. General, uh, uh, attorney, is by the name of uh, Preet Bahara, who's from the Southern District of New York, famously known as the Sheriff of Wall Street. Um, he said he wouldn't go down without a fight. And after personally being asked to stay by Trump during the transition period, he later tweeted that he didn't resign, but he was, in fact, fired. And the interesting thing about this is that his jurisdiction included Trump Tower. How about that? I'm not going to talk about Roger Stone anymore. I went far enough on that one there. But man, it's just, it, it's crazy that this guy is the normal. I, I don't understand how Trump can be considered anything near normal these days. And I think a lot of people are finally starting to get that. And, that's a good thing, but at the same time, we're having to come together as a nation to fight the highest office in the nation. This isn't some asshole run, like live, running on some sort of like local board kind of thing. This is the guy that made it to the fucking White House. He owns the game right now. And with the House being majority Republican and the Senate being mostly majority, it's been a fucking battle. But we can't give up. You guys got to resist, and we're just going to continue doing so. 
Do you know where Saskatchewan is? Probably not. It's in Canada. If you do, you might know a city named Regina. In Regina, there's a studio. And in that studio, there are, at least once a month, a bunch of skeptical atheist geeks and goofballs who get together to do a podcast. We are the Brainstorm Crew, and we're trying to help spread a bit of reason and critical thinking while still having fun. Never taking things too seriously, but still not accepting everything we're told, we go through different topics, exploring them in depth, and often disagreeing. We try to stick to provable facts, and we never trust a myth. That's why we say we're woo-free since 2013. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or Spreaker under Brainstorm. Or check out our website, brainstormblog.net. I can't promise you'll always agree with us, but I can promise you'll have fun listening to us. All right, that does it for this week's current events. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next episode coming out this Wednesday, which will be our weekly feature show. Uh, Before we wrap things up completely for the section, I, of course, have to give the biggest thanks to all the amazing patrons who support us each week. So many thanks go out to our sustaining patrons, Dan Ellis, Luis Cruz, Jeff Linville, Danny Lopez, Mike Bowman, and Darcy Bowman. Thank you guys so much for your support. But I have to give a little bit more adulation and love to Marissa McCool because, man, uh, I'm recording this on Saturday. I spent my entire Friday night recording Saturday's Warrior commentary with her. And it's the whole movie, so an hour, 55 minutes plus, and... We talk over the whole thing, and I entertain her quite a bit on, you know, what Mormonism is. So go there and check that out. Uh, if you want to hear that, you have to be a patron. I mean, if even at the dollar level, you'll get that one because it's a everybody's paid into it. So you get to listen to us talk about it. And the, the next one of those that we're going to be doing is for uh, the Ten Commandments, which I don't know why I picked the longest fucking Bible movie to watch. We might have to split that up into two portions, but it's like a three hour three and a half hour movie some it's ridiculously fucking long i'd rather watch dune but that goes without saying i'd rather watch dune for anything so anyway if you wish to support the week the work that we do each week make sure you go to patreon.com slash utah outcast however money isn't the only way to get our attention if you don't have the budget a quick review or subscribe on whatever you catch us on will really help out a ton and we'll make sure to give you your due praise for it just like the handful we got this past week on uh YouTube we had uh, i think a couple new subscribers on there got us up to 150 which i'm really happy to see we have Eluid Cancel we have uh who else did we get Kurtz Classics and Juanita McGee so thank you guys for all your support i love seeing that the the YouTube channel is taking off i'm doing a little bit more extra work on there to try to get some of that audience as well uh, don't put the whole episodes there, so if you guys just want to catch clips or you want to share them with people, that's a great place to find it. Let's see. I have nobody on Twitter to give thanks to this week, so sad. I'm sad to see that, but uh, thank you guys so much for putting up with all my nonsense. But uh, no new reviews on Facebook, nothing on the, the iTunes or anything like that. But um, anyway... I'm going to call it quits before I start talking too much more because I obviously don't know how to do a show by myself. Uh, if you guys like me doing these solo ones, just saying it might become a thing, just let me know. Uh, anyway, a final thanks to the panel for not showing up tonight. I'm being passive aggressive. I'm being funny. Come on, don't worry about it. Anyway, we'll catch you again on Wednesday. And remember, you're welcome. I'm having trouble trying to sleep. Counting sheep, but running out. As time ticks by, still I try. No rest for cross tops in my mind. On my own, here we go.
eyes feel like they're gonna bleed Right up in bullshit on my skull My mouth is dry My face is numb Something's spun out in my room On my own, here we go And then we get a song about will will the missionary girls wait for them? Here, here's a here's a hint, guys. Most of them don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a oh, token black guy. Token black guy. <laughs> like his hair, though. <laughs> I miss the kid and play look. 
I've given you the best years of my life. Lady, you're 19. <laughs> oh, well, you said that's the best years of Mormon life, which is very, very sad. Yeah, uh, being in your 30s and Mormon in this state is like a death sentence. You know, <laughs> pe people get desperate, like, when they're single and old when they're Mormons in this state. It's really weird. So, let's say you're into yoga or Pilates. Or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen, make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates. Or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen. Make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day.